You guys ever heard of Austrian School of Business? Which one? Austrian. In Austria? Uh, vaguely, but I'm pretty sure they're good. I don't well, know. it's not like it's in Austria. It's just it, it, that, that school of business, it originated from Austria. No, no. They have they have a, they have schools here in the United States, but its its origins started in Austria. And so, what they believe they don't believe in this Keynesian Economic? business model. I never heard of the Keynesian business model. Oh, Keynes is a, 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 Keynes. There's a lot of things I haven't heard of before. It's, it's, they, the Austrian school of thought, they their theory is that Keynesian is a, a big problem. It's the reason why we have all of these booms and busts and because it's not based on hard money. It's based on oh, it's unregulated capitalism and yeah, debt, and essentially. Yeah. No, they don't even believe in Austrian school. They don't even believe in regulation. They believe that the free market, if you if it ha- if you have hard money and it's it's like based on you mean gold. real actual gold backing money. Yeah. Gold, yeah. Gold backing. Oh, money I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but so they, they, but they also go with that hard. If you say with the no regulation. So it's so when there's no regulations, you don't have to worry about Limited, I would have to say limited. They don't say just no regulations they completely. Go all the, cause mm-hmm. They don't go can't talk corruption. Like if you say something like that to like Donald Trump, no regulation. Like, yeah, they don't. They, yeah. They, they, hey, let's all go to hell together. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> paid my cousin off twice. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I used to be really hard into that, so I really understood the theory. It's been so many years since I've read. I got like tons of the books from that school like, yeah. in my library. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I just really was feeling the way they looked at business. Like... Um, I'm going to look into that Austrian school of business because I um, and this is by the way remember I told you guys about that um, the Ukrainian economist who's one of my clients it is booming today yeah it is do I need to turn that down or maybe it's the headphones the headphones need to be turned down yeah the headphones Um, there we go yeah he's like you know the modern capitalism as we know it is going to fall apart soon like we're going to have a worldwide Collapse of basically it's the collapse of the dollar as we know it. Yeah, well, and it's like right there, like soon, you know. Well, capitalism actually collapse is cannot exist for long periods of time. Yeah, because it's 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 based on perpetuation of of you know resources like using up of resources. Mm-hmm. It can't even work because it's you know you have to have unlimited amounts of resources. Oh, unlimited growth. Unlimited that, that growth. growth. Yeah, that, yeah, perpetual yeah. growth. And or it's perpetual just, growth. That's sustainable. Yeah. Which is not because human beings don't. Because uh, after a while, you can only drink so much water, and then you need. Yeah. It and doesn't reward stability. Yeah. Classic like industrial capitalism is always seeking growth through mainly use of means of production, which is land, water, uh, mm-hmm. land. Human capital, financial capital, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there's another one, technology, which is a newer one. Um, but it doesn't give credence to sustainability. Like you got a good process, it's working. Yeah. It's not growing, but it doesn't need to. It is really infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and if you like, worked in, if you worked in the corporate world enough, like um, I've worked in the corporate world quite a bit. Whenever you get a new guy in, he's always got to shake things up, no matter how dope everything's going. I don't know if you've ever experienced that or not. That's a lot of ego. But it, <laughs> no, it's a lot of ego. But that's based in that that same idea. Like, oh, we got to make things better, and so it's like everything's going great. It's going on a slow incline up, but no, someone wants to make some sharp turn up, and it doesn't always necessarily be that, and then it makes it, 
it makes it go like this. You know, yeah. uh, people at home can't see me making uh, roller coaster motions with my arm. <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a there's a huge difference between making sure you're being innovative. Yeah, and thinking about and not stick, sticking with the status quo. Versus the, just being disruptive because you need to exactly. make, put your mark on it. Exactly. But even innovation, there's a limit to innovation, you know, you know, but anyway, that's another issue. Welcome to the Not Dumb Podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us in our uh, pre-podcast small talk. Um, we got Yusuf here, the professor. We got Biz here, hey, Shaman. Uh, we got Iron Man Abdullah here. Did you and just introduce your own self? Yes, I did. <laughs> Iron Man Abdullah is a very cool guy. Third person uh, compliments. Um, so yeah, what we were thinking about talking about today. So I want to tell you about a couple of things we got coming up. We are going to have a series of podcasts going into how, with specifics, how to do business in Africa. We're business guys here. Uh, Yusuf has a has his own business, Airbrush Matrix. Shaman has his own business, uh, SWG Capital, right? Yes, SWG Capital. Mm-hmm. I have Purple RG. Uh, we have we're in totally different lines of business, but um, uh, one thing we can all agree on is that. Um, people here in America need to take advantage of what's available in Africa and not just let uh, Caucasians and Asians uh, take care of it because there's a whole lot more we could be doing. There's a lot of untapped resources in there. So we're going to have a couple of guests on that are going to discuss with us in a very serious manner, not with us joking around and being imbeciles. We're still going to joke around. Yeah, we're going to joke around. I can't (laughs) help it. It happens. Uh, But we're going to really go into how do we do that? Because I have... Currently, I have no idea how to do that. Like, what do I do? Get on a plane and you know talk to some African dude? No, I don't know. So um, we're gonna get into that, and um, we're gonna hopefully get into the different resources that are are available to us as African American Americans. Oh, that was not necessary, but I I said it anyway. <laughs> All right. So, um, but anyway, today I think we're gonna talk about what's that? That's Sorry. Bumblebee. What is this? Uh, Bumblebee. Oh. Snap. Is, is Michael Bay is involved? It's gonna suck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, always that's... involved. If Michael Bay is involved, it's gonna suck, bro. He's the director of, of all the trailers. Like he's good with the trailers, man. The trailers were like, oh, like when they had a. Do you watch the Transformers movies? Yeah, I okay. watched all every of them. single one. When when I heard that Unicron was coming, I was like, oh, bet, son, because we did you see the of movie course. from the eighties? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so Unicron was a planet. Yeah. How did you mess that up, bro? Where was Unicron and all that? That wasn't Unicron. That was some robot lady in a ghost planet or something. That was just not... Anyway, Who, that, so you, that was... saying Unicron was... Unicron? They never introduced Unicron yet. No, but in the trailer, they were acting like uh, uh, Cybertron was coming. The, the other part of Cybertron is Unicron. No. Yes. Like I was, I was deep in the transform. Me and Amir were deep in Transformers. Bro, Amir is Yusuf. Uh, I am a Transformer geek. I okay. Know everything. Who's about Unicron the, then? Unicron is a planet that eats other planets. Yes, he's, and and he and he he's he's almost like um, 
He's almost like the guy from. Um, He's uh, a counterpart. Unicron. Yes. And Cybertron are two different. But entities. they're counterparts. They're like uh, different sides of a coin. Or, no, yeah, because Cybertron makes and Unicron de- can destroys. They're like two. Uh, they're like one's though, good and one's bad. But because no, Unicron takes Unicron, Megatron and okay. converts Unicron takes m- no, Megatron and turns Megatron into Galvatron. Galvatron yeah, yeah, but listen, yeah. Unicron. Yeah. Is just a planet that's a transformer. I know that. He so. So what do you mean, him and Cybertron? No, but he, nah, bro. I'm trying to understand. I'm confused. Unicron. Okay, so Cybertron's the home planet, but it, it has some sentience to it. Okay, Unicron, but that the, Cybertron is good. Unicron is bad, and it also has sentience, and it, um, but it was, but he has like they, they both have like they're kind of like Transformer gods. Because they create, they also create life. You remember what he did to Megatron? No, you're confusing the Cybertron as their home planet with the Spock. There's but a, it makes life though, right? Not the planet. Yes, it does. Mm. All right, what is it? Go ahead. What are you saying? The spark that's in the chest of yeah, uh, of the uh, thing, the, uh, the the prime thing. The, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That creates the life. And there's a because in the movie, in the movie, mm. um, they kind of changed it and, and it made up. a cube that transformed and got really small. Yeah, yeah. That little cube is the thing that creates life. So that thing, that cube and the spark are kind of like related somehow. But they both bring life. That's why they. He put it in his chest. There was a little piece left of it. Mm. You know how notice how there's a no, little I know piece that. and they, they looked for it. Yeah, yeah. And he smashed it into Optimus Prime's chest and yeah, he yeah. woke and brought him back to life. Cybertron is all Cybertron is is just their planet. That's it. I'm telling you, bro. I, I'm I'm not halu- unless I'm crazy. <laughs> so, I'm, Cybertron so had you- had some life to to it, and I. I'm pretty sure I've seen updated because I also which, no no because there was also it's not just the cartoon from the 80s I'm going by the comic book too there were unless I'm crazy because there was a comic book series that went up until like the early 2000s uh-huh. I didn't follow it that far it was just in the 90s but I'm I'm like 82% sure certain that they had a fight at some point who had a fight? Cybertron and Unicron. When was that? When was that? I don't remember exactly. Because <laughs> I would have loved to see that, but I don't remember. So that. you're saying they had a fight in a way. They transformed, transformed into outer space. No, that's no. Not it wasn't that. a cartoon. It was in the comic book. Okay, that's I don't know about. I didn't I, because I don't in the read, comic book, the, the, comic the Transformers. Well, I was in the comics. I was hella in the comics when I was up until up until the late '90s. I was in the comics, so it had to have been in the '90s. Okay, well, I'm, I'm I missed you, that. You, Cybertron I... turned into a, a, a robot and had a fight with Unicron. Unless I hallucinate. I don't think I'm crazy, though. I've never heard of this. Oh, man, you gotta, I got to look this up now because so I, I, I don't want to be crazy over here. Hold on. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Hold on. Ever. But anyway, Cy- they, if there's any bad planet, it has to be Unicron. Of course, yes. Cy- they tried to do this thing where they made... Cybertron home of like some ultimate uh, female robot who was evil 
and that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I don't know what they're talking so about. So you're talking. Did about you the, see that one? You're talking about the last one with yeah. Optimus Prime was ba- to, turned bad. Yeah, and he went to the planet where there was a lady that was a what robot. planet was that? Cybertron. Okay, where did this evil lady come from though? Lady she didn't have nothing to do with Unicron though. No, She's but I'm saying some... she had control of the planet, and you can't. It doesn't. Anyway, hold on. Let me just let me just look this up so I'm not crazy. Hold on. <laughs> this would really suck if I was a, a million percent wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just made something up in the Transformer universe, which is actually pretty interesting if they ever did that. Videos of Unicron versus Cybertron. Okay, there's videos of this. No, that's just regular Unicron. Yeah, that's Unicron. So what Unicron did is he just tried to eat Cybertron. That's all. See, there's the spark. No, I know this part. I already, I rem- I know this. I probably and know the lines for this. This thing can kill Unicron. That's why he doesn't. He doesn't. That thing can kill him. And that's what Galvatron's trying to do. He's trying to open it and kills Unicron, but he, you know he can't open it because it only t- it takes yeah. a special person. You got to be a prime to you open it. Be a prime. It's not a prime. All right, I know that I already seen. I got this movie downloaded and video. I got every version of that movie. Is that the one from no, uh, ninety something? Eighty four is when 84? that this movie came out, or eighty five, eighty four. I think it's eighty four when this. That's movie Transformers. Came out. The, yeah. the movie. Oh, yeah, it's so awesome. So I know in the cartoon. Oh, was it Unicron versus Primus? Oh, maybe I'm mistaken. That might be my bad. Yeah, you had almost positive. Unicron was dope, though. They gave him a dope voice. Who was his voice? Oh, man. Galactus versus Unicron. No, that's... Wait, hold on. All right, so his battle record. I'm sure this is great podcast. I'm sure I'm going to have to edit all this out. (laughs) Man, these guys are freaking nerds. No, not nerds. This is straight geekdom. Yeah. Can't tell me nothing about Star Wars. Can't tell me nothing about Transformers. <laughs> I got Star Wars down. I got Star Trek down a lot too. Not not as much as I sh- not as much as Star Wars. Okay, it's actually Primus. My bad. Yeah, Primus is a living planet and deity entity in the fictional Transformers universe who fought against the Chaos Bringer Unicron. All right, okay. uh, my bad. Was Cybertron? All right. Uh, I was the dumb guy here. <laughs> so he's a, he, so Primus is another living planet, but there was some kind of twist with the Primus thing. I, I think I'm mistaken. Now, when as far as they're messing up the Unicron character, they messed up on that in the move in the cartoon that comes on television called um, Transformers Prime. I don't know if you've been nah, watching what those year series. Is that? No, it's, it's currently. It's right. currently. Oh, no, I haven't seen current yeah, Transformers. Yeah, so they it's so corny. They made Unicron part of Planet Earth. What? Uh, come on, man. That's, it's he wasn't. He, he's not even a Transformer. Wait, isn't that what they did in the... Uh, what did they do in the movie where they had the things coming up from the ground? What was that? Was that... Which, which, which episode? The last movie we, that came out. way back when they did the Transformers, there were animals. Yeah, that, that was, was Beast Mode. That was Matt Corny. I didn't like that. that. Was yeah, horrible. Beast, beast Mode. And that was back so when... I Camille, watched it. I, did, I, I watched it. it because it was like, <laughs> you know, I got to go... I'm going to be like, watch this on the way. and be like, man, where's the real Transformers? I'm going to watch this garbage gorilla. I, that was back when like computer animation was like garbage, bro. <laughs> yeah. Mad garbage. It was not dope. <laughs> yeah. But... um. I watched it too. I actually did watch it, but I, I watched it. I watched it because I just like it was also yeah, yeah, in between your shows because you were waiting for something else to come on. I think Looney Tunes. That or, is probably true. Or Animaniacs, yeah. which was hilarious. And so yeah, they just completely just 
yeah. destroyed Unicron. They made him part of the planet Earth. And so it's like him and the Earth merged. So he was like popping up out of the Earth and all kind of, you know, almost So like wait, a, wasn't that in the movie? Like, remember this, 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 there was like some, some archers or something shooting up and... Ah, oh, man. I, there was something about Unicron in the movie that I didn't like. I'm telling you, I'm not crazy about that. I don't even recall Unicron ever even coming to the, the motion picture movies the Michael yet. Bay, The Michael yeah. Bay one. The last one. Remember the things that were coming out the ground? There was like some arches shooting up, like some uh, uh, things, and they were saying like... And then the, the, the lady, the evil lady Transformer was like, oh, that's the counterpart or something. Ah, I can't remember. I have to see it again. It was a bunch of nonsense. I didn't yeah, really I like gotta, that I got to watch it again. I had seen that so long ago, and I didn't even <coughs> like it, so I didn't even really, you know, I, take in look, too see, much of it. My yeah. favorite sci-fi is actually Dune, but Dune's been taking forever to drop their new... Mm. Their Dune new was movie. all right. I know. Dune little... is... If you read Dune, Dune is actually a more co- cohesive universe than all the rest combined. Dune is like you know what Dune's like. Dune is like, um, like super white boy sci-fi that it gets it goes over like a, a a place where I can't really like I need to relate to it. Like Star Trek, I can relate to. Mm. You know, Star Wars, I can definitely relate to because of Force and all that. You know, I'm thinking like but yeah, you know. but the Star Wars they don't go into depth. Frank Herbert, who wrote Dune, mm. made sure all the religions he made up, all the creatures, all the the world universe made sense. Yeah. Did all their prequels and everything historically before yeah. he ever wrote, the, before, before he started writing his things. Mm. So they didn't have to like, when they write the future books, when his son was writing um, years later and whoever's in charge now, yeah. they're still basing on his original notes because they, he sat and thought about Making this yeah, imaginary that's, that's world the, They do that with Star Wars too. No, yeah, not not as. It, well, tell not, me how not. Look, Star Wars Star, has the huge Star gaps. Tell, just give me Doom. one. Give me one. Give me compare one. No, d- if you don't compare, just tell me what gaps are in Star Wars. Dune, I, but hold on, I, hold on. Dune is not a bad movie though. There's certain yeah, sci-fi bad, that just yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Like uh, Dune and uh, Blade Runner. They just don't click with me. But yeah. they're not Bl- bad though. Yeah, 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 Blade Runner is a dystopia. Yeah, but I'm saying as quality as as far as story and cinematic effect. I look at the story and the cinematic. It's, in, yeah. it's good. It's a good story. But it just didn't click with me though. That's that's the only thing I'm I mean, saying. But anyway, what were you going to say though? Yeah, just give me a quick example of what you're talking about with Star Wars. The the, the gaps. The gaps. Okay. So the Jedi are strong. Mm-hmm. They write on the actually I, I got some, some issues with the Force, but Whatever we'll, we'll we'll table that. Uh, the speed of light and knowing things across galaxies, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, physically, mm-hmm. but you got to believe, bros. The, <laughs> the power the of the spirit. Like when anyway. they go to explain the force, it gets kind of really weak. They should just have left it generic. Um, they communicate instantly. Anyway, sorry, good. It's it's. I think it's really the <laughs> other get, creatures outside the of the main outside of the main creatures in Star Wars. They just sometimes make no sense. Wait, is this the gap? Yeah, this is one of the things. What does, wait, what doesn't make no sense? Like, how do the other creatures within the Star Wars universe, which are all mixed up, right? Mm. Sometimes they just don't make any sense whatsoever. They they just seem like they're there for effect rather than like actually, what though. Even like the the the, the creatures there, they're always like in the band that's playing the music that with all the different arms. They're just stuff. a group of species of like creatures, hodgepodge, right? Mixed. Yeah. But that's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's just, it's just like they're like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
that bothers me, man. But I, that's the that's wow. you know. <laughs> All right, let's not. Do I, that I know, I know. In the that's rest, not gaps. That's just your preference. You don't because <laughs> Star Trek does it even more so. Star Trek is like uh, we're just not going to explain these guys. You know what? All the human, all these different races, they're all connected. Yeah, they're all from this original ancestor Wait. that died and put their DNA in all these <laughs> growing planets. That's that's Star that's Star Trek. That you're you're actually correct about that. You know. So Wait, as far you, as the the Skywalker family, as far as the the generations, do you think there's any anything's convoluted, overlapped and incoherent? I know I don't think it's incoherent. Or, I just think it gets a little simplistic. I think Star Wars tends to go really go towards the evil is so easy to become evil and makes a good narrows like a well, yeah. Eastern Orthodox Church view of goodness, right? Because it is very easy to it, be evil in reality. It's a, just a good state. Like once you have power and you have access to power, it's very easy to come. I, I think it's such a good statement on. That's the reason why everyone likes the Matrix too. It's just a, a statement about life, and you bring it home in an interesting I mean, and. Fantastic like, way, when, you know. According to the movie, not fantastic as in fantasy. Like, Darth Vader didn't even know he became a Darth. What? Initially, when after he killed, when when he was. Do you like the Do you like the new movies? The new Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like? Are you a fan of the whole nine? All nine? Yeah. I liked. I liked. People like to. Make, I mean, there's things. I'm sorry. There's, there's certain, things in it that I'm like, that's whack. Yeah. The only, that's corny. The only thing I didn't like was uh, how quickly. Luke Skywalker's was that his daughter? Wait, what was it? I can't remember. Did really? I see the last one? Wait, that's not his one? daughter. That's some we don't know. Where well, you can't from. say it's not his daughter. We don't know. We just don't they know. Haven't, they haven't, Wait, they, happened they, with the they haven't stayed with the girl is in the movies. The last movie was that the one where he projected himself at the end? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, I did see it. All right. Um, which was pretty badass. I gotta admit, it was that dope. Was, <laughs> that was dope. That was kind of dope. Like, the way he was shooting out, like, man, we can't hit this guy. That was kind of dope. I, yeah. I thought that a lot of people were like, oh, this is gay, whatever. Nah, yeah. bro, that was Yo, dope, the, bro. He was been that was meditating. Dope. His, his, and he uh, was like floating because he was just meditating that hard. That was dope, bro. That yeah. was dope, and he vanished. But anyway, um, I don't like how quickly she pulled the force up because what it took Luke to like, you know, he's oh, yeah, training she's like with a, Yoda in the swamp and all that for like, I don't even know how long it was. In the middle of a fight, she's just but pulling force. But you have to understand why she was able to do that. Because the force and is strong Luke in her. wasn't able to do that. Because Vader, no is, one was able to do no, this. Star, Luth, Darth no, Vader was. Darth Vader was not at that level. At what Darth, level? Oh, what? At Ray's level? At Ray, that age? Yeah, How Vader was. was Ray, Vader. What are you talking about? Vader was How at, is Darth Vader at? Nobody is better than Vader. No one is. I know that, but at, she's over here using the lightsaber like she knows what to do with it. Because and, she just pulling it. Do you it know why over. though? She's strong in the why? force. Oh, that's the reason why you don't know why she was I've able to do the, that. Why? Think really hard. You don't know why she was able to be able to use that lightsaber and do use the force so quick? No. Wow. What did I miss? You missed something. <laughs> uh, you missed something. You're making me feel dumb, bro. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> let, me, right. let me explain to you Johnson, how. Johnson I'm smart, Star Wars man. Do you remember in The Force Awakens uh, when she was... The Force Awakens is when Ray was first introduced. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then flying it. Like, how do you... You Listen, just you stumble on the dude's ship and you're like flying it like, an air, like a fighter pilot? Oh, she, no. She, no, that's not the Force. She's already knew, she already knows how to fly. How? 
she learned she she was she just was, as good as um, Han Solo. She, she was a, she uh, grew a scalper. Up, she she grew scalper. up as a, uh, as a, a salvager. She was a salvager. She already grew up, but in, she never even touched the ship before. But she's flown. No, before, but you know how there's some people that and she's over here doing battle. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Let me explain to you. Yeah, this is a reality. There's people who, like for me, let me give an example. When I first picked up an airbrush, yeah, I never picked up an airbrush. Yeah. The first time I picked up an airbrush, mm. if you see the type of art I was doing with the airbrush, you would think I was airbrushing for. You're an artist, though. Lo- I'm this an artist, too, point. so I actually am very good at drawing. So she's a, so I, I she's, she was a, uh, a, a um, engine, uh, engineer genius. She's a savant in that regard. Yeah. I didn't pick that up. But let me just, aside from that, because I'm not arguing that. It's not just that, though. She was also, like, beating the hell out of stormtroopers. And they're, like, how? Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. You know how in the Matrix. Yep. How Neo was learning how to be a freaking black belt. Yeah. In, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. So, it's uploaded into his, his brain. Yeah. yeah. So, in Star Wars, the same thing happened between Rey and... Um, and um, Kylo Ren. So do you remember when Ray and Kylo Ren was fighting in the woods and Kylo Ren is saying, I can teach you. Just, you know, you yeah. can be my student or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 so remember, yeah. remember the moment when, maybe you can find the scene on the thing, when Kylo Ren was up close to her with the, the, the lightsaber right up to her. Yeah, the dope one. That's a dope saber, and too. And she was like, yeah. he was like, I can be your teacher or whatever the words. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and so you far from notice, the mic right now. Uh, and you'll notice she looked in his face and they was glaring right at each other. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, what she was doing was absorbing his techniques. Oh, that makes sense. Because in the next movie... How, wait, 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 wait. They're wait, all wait, the way wait. apart and they she start was, seeing each other. She how was, are you... How did you gather that? Be, because because it's obvious. She's, they, she's absorbing... I've never seen that absor- in the Star Wars you, you universe. You have to get... But when you, but all right, listen, I gotta go with Yusuf right. on this. this because is, when you, you watch it... You have to listen. see this. It's, it's I am smart. so dope, bro. <laughs> so in the next... Cause in I the can't ne- believe you missed that, bro. No, in the oh next movie... So her she, and absor- Ryan, she her and absorbed connected. his right. knowledge right. Right. of the turn, force. I gotta turn our mics down. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it was yeah, mad yeah, love. So um, the, the two of them are connected. when Ray and Kylo Ren was fighting in the woods. They were subtle with it because in the next one, they do it a lot because now they're, they're, they're walking down the hallway and they're seeing each other's visions and they're getting confused and then they're looking at each other and having a conversation yeah, 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 yeah. clear across the galaxy. Yeah, but that's, that, that speaks to the connection that they have because that, uh, that might allude to the idea that they might be brother and sister. Oh, man, this dude is the biggest bitch on earth. I hated this guy. Who? Finn. Man, I hated him. Oh, yeah, they played him. Who's Finn? The black dude, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Ray! Ray! And he's less whiny now. He's such a... You know what kind of, like, pissed me off about it? Because in the the trailers, they made it seem as though, oh, the black dude is going to be a Jedi. I know, He ain't no damn Jedi. He ain't ain't got no damn... He got an ounce of metachlorian in his damn blood. He's carrying baggage. They played him, yo. He's He's carrying baggage for Ray. He's corny to me. He, he and got he, guess what? Corny. Here's the thing. He, got less he will corny. never hit that. He will never ever hit that. <laughs> Women, if you if they don't respect you, <laughs> and you're and she's like defending okay, you and stuff. Okay, I think this is it. No, that's Finn oh, no, fighting. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. 
Just fast forward this part, man. He got a I, lot better, man. Finn is. I mean, no, Finn wasn't that bad. Finn. Finn was. At least he was flying. And he's like, like, how are you a trained soldier and you like? Anyway, I know he was a janitor or whatever, but he was also a soldier. If he's okay, I think you're gonna miss it. You're missing it. I gotta drop my hair, headphones to see this. Okay, like that. Like, how do you know rewind. even to do that? Okay. All right, rewind that real quick. There's two mo. There's two times where I think she's absorbed knowledge from him of the force. I think she got. I, I've never. He, that's a new concept of just absorbing. Like. I've never seen that happen in Star Wars unless I'm missing things. Because there's nuances, isn't? I mean, isn't that the term you can use? Is nuances? The more he uses his power around her, the more she's just learning. But she's—it's not even learning; she's intuitive. Like you know, you got to go back. No, 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 you got to go back. You missed it. Like you know how dangerous a lightsaber is. No, I think you missed it. You got to go. I think you got to go back. When they was first fighting, is this her or him? Well, this is this is the first time they fight, is in the woods. That's Finn. That's Finn. No, no, oh. I know, but this is the intro to the, like she, where she's. Not so they f- didn't fight before Finn. No, but they had a they had a moment where she, when she was locked up. Yeah, that's when he was. She was on the ship. Okay, that she, was their previous encounter to this. Okay, I'm trying to. I want to see the. So what's here? Is this all Finn? Yeah, it's all Finn. This is when he. No, oh, no, no, no. Okay, there's more. On, on. See, there's more. All right, hold on. At some point in time, we'll get on to today's topic. <laughs> I didn't like Kylo Ren. Why not, yo? Oh, he's bad when he kills his own father. He's funny. Like, I don't. He's like, I'm in so much pain and agony. He was like a distressed you he, teenager. You think he's going to go good? And then he. Oh, it's better to go all the way evil. I just don't see any. any uh, precedent for that happening because it's never happened before. Well, they make stuff up all the time. Uh, I know, but I'm <laughs> it's all made up, really. But we're going to attract some serious, like, hardcore geeks on this one. Definitely will. This is going to be an epic tangent because this is not what we're talking about today. <laughs> we're at 35 minutes and we're. Uh... All right. So this is the first scene when she uh, she steals some of his knowledge. So. Let me just, you know, prepare it. So there, she's kind of scared right now of him. And so he's going to start using a force on no, her. No, I remember time. this scene. And so do you notice how she's fighting back with him? Yeah. So she's starting to, her force is starting to awaken. She's starting to understand it. She's starting to feel it. She's under, starting to understand she can do the same thing he can do. But how is she getting that so quickly is what I'm saying. Because she's just, she... They might be related, brother and sister. The more she interacts, so the more she's—he's right. The more there's no—they—they haven't said that yet. But the more she interacts with him, the more she's learning from him because she already knows there's something in her that she has to. She's learning from, Mm. and so when he's—if you notice when they're talking, just watch. Turn it up. Wait, hold it up to the mic so you can hear. Plug it in. Oh, yeah, you scavenger. Yeah. You know I can take whatever I want. <laughs> Watch. I'm so lonely. 
So she's absorbing right now. No, not yet. I'll tell you when she's going to start doing it. She's resisting right now. A night desperate to sleep. You imagine an ocean. I see it. I see the island. And Han Solo. I feel like he's the father you never had. He would have disappointed you. Get out of my head. I know you've seen the map. So she pushed him back just then. Mm -mm. Oh. It's in there. And now you'll give it to me. Now this is when she's going to start fighting him because she's, she, she doesn't want him to be in her head. Yeah. So she knows she's trying to fight him right now. Mm. I'm not giving you anything. How she got a British accent in space? Now she's starting to fight against him. See, yeah. she's trying to push him out of her head. You see how he's having a hard time? Yeah. See, now she's getting courage. Yeah. She's starting to be like, okay, I see how this works. Now watch, she's going to turn the tables on him. That's hella quick, though. Because she's just good like that, B. Yeah, I... Just, well, just hold on, hold on. So she's fighting back now, I get it. Yes, so she's yep. fighting back and she's learning from him. You. She's starting to read his you mind now. Darth Vader. So, so she start right there. She started reading his mind because I get okay. So let me I got that okay. though. I didn't miss that. Okay, okay. But Did, I'm saying how? But how do you? Be, because just okay, ask the question. Darth Vader is probably her grandfather. Essentially, is what this. I'm. I know they haven't said it, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. All right. Even what, what, he make him lose. was training with Jedi's up until manhood. She, her only, her, her first and only. Uh, well, he's instant, also f f training with a Sith. Okay, but he just was let with, him he ask the question. He was go with ahead, Jedi's go up until that. Yes, yes. Okay. Go ahead. She hasn't been with anyone. Understandable. She, so, so her, the, the some people uh, left her on the planet, and she was scavenging for. So how did how does she know how to start doing this? Um, like if okay. somebody goes in my mind. Okay, let me explain. I'm not to gonna you. be like, oh, I can fight you out. Let me explain oh, to you. Like, I'm let not just gonna think to. Let me explain to you. Go the, ahead. Man. The thing you gotta understand about the force, the force is a, also a third eye. So she's see. Listen. I got it. Okay. I'm so with she's you. seeing a punch. See, so see, like when you're in a karate class, yeah. you can. There's some. I've been in in my martial arts class. I was good at it because I had a an ability to imitate coordination. I had all of that in my school. Yeah. There was other students in there who weren't as coordinated with me as mm -hmm. me in imitating the instructor. Yeah, the natural ability. The natural ability Got it. just is something you just you're born with. Got it. And so she's just born with the ability <clears throat> to use her third eye, the metachlorians, because all the metachlorians connect everything in the universe. Exactly. So if you if you it's like two people who have high levels of metachlorians. Yeah speaking to each other's mind and you can absorb the knowledge of that person if you're if you have high metachlorian now you got to also understand you know how children these days seem like they're just born knowing how to use electronics yes 
This is like my four year old daughter knows how to use my iPhone. Yeah, my, it's my, weird. My daughter is not even two yet, child, yeah. and like, she can use my, my it's all our phones. Crazy! It's, it's almost like yeah. they're genetically born with this ability. From it's passed down through genet. I yeah. don't know how I'm to explain it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I, and so yeah. I think the difference between this new age. Jedi's and new age people with the force mm. compared to Darth Vader and sure. b- back then yeah. they're the new child knowing how to use the iPhone so she's knowing how to do things that maybe Darth Vader and them didn't tap into or wasn't exposed or even in a scenario where they even had to use it okay I can buy it I can <clears> buy <throat> that but, and um, so so she's she has the ability <clears throat> she's learning from him what he's doing to her, she can feel him in her mind. She can feel him looking through her brain. Yeah. And so she's feeling this. She's, she, you know, when you're feeling someone touching you, you know the feelings. Yeah. You yeah. can imitate I still it. think that they're, they're going to be, their uh, connection is going to be explored in some yeah. future film. Because when um, Kylo Ren, was the last movie that they were in together? Um, Who? When, Kylo um, Ren and Ray, Force Awakens. Oh, the, the previous one. The the new the, the new, last Jedi. You mean? Yeah, the last Jedi. Okay, so you know when Kylo Ren, the current Sith Lord is about to trying to think Kylo, asking Kylo Ren to kill Ray. Yeah, but he's tricking him. He's not supposed to be able to do that. Who's not? Kylo Ren. Why not? Because the Sith Lord is supposed to be stronger than Kylo. No, Ren. no, that doesn't always mean that. Yeah. Because well, Darth yeah, that, Vader was stronger than his master. Yeah. By say. far. Darth Vader could have, can destroy his master, the Sith Lord, yeah, um, Darth Sidious. Yeah. He but, was stronger than him. But Darth Sidious was more manipulative than him. Yes, and that was the control. Just like, you know, the um, Snork, um, he just used to manipulate. And some, he's like, you know, narcissism, like, you know. He was a narcissist, and he knew how to manipulate Kylo Ren, make him feel less than he is, because he knew Kylo Ren was stronger than him. He knows he is. And Kylo Ren learned how to portray in his mind the actions that he's about to do, and Snork, he let his guard down. He made Snokes. He, Snokes, sorry. Yeah. Snokes. Snokes let his guard down yeah. and believe well, what he was go seeing. I was going to think that Kylo Ren and Ray were building from each other because Ray was in the space and Kylo Ren was interacting with them. And the other high level former Jedi that Kylo Ren came, you know, came over to the dark side with, they weren't picking up on that. And then the two, Ray and Kylo Ren, slaughtered them, right? Wait, what, what was he talking about? After Snork is killed, yeah. Snokes. Snokes yeah. is killed. There he keeps saying Snork. <laughs> what you say wrong, brother? I'm going with it. Once he's killed, there's like three other Jedi, uh, former Jedi. In the, in in, the, in in the, the throne in, room? Yeah, the no, throne. those ain't Jedi. They weren't Jedi, but they, they came. You talking about the dudes in red? What are you the talking about? The dudes in red. They, were they all, ain't Jedi. They're not Jedi. They they're came, just like... They're, they're like just a, they're guardian. Like I forget what they call them. They were guardians, but they came over. They converted over when um, they got all killed. They got slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they were. That was a dope scene in that room. I like yeah, that one. That nice. But you know, there was a mistake in that scene, right? What? Y'all didn't hear about this? I I didn't. When I saw that, I was. I think I was watching my kids, and I didn't. I didn't fully see I, that movie. I think we the watched Last Jedi. That. Did we watch that with 
together? No. no Yo, no, I was at home watching my kids, and I think I downloaded or something. Yo, it's crazy. They made a, the the fans. I'm talking about like the true religious Star Wars religious geeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They was like literally like in an uproar about this scene where Ray should have been killed by one of those. Um, I forget what they call them. Something guards, but the guys yeah, in red. Yeah. Dope. They're like dope, though. So she yeah. was fighting one that had two blades. Yeah, yeah. And when they was fighting, when she had him locked up, he had a free hand with a blade in it. And all he had to do was just stab her right in the back. Oh, and he didn't? And he, yeah, they yeah. made the blade, the, the sword disappear. Oh, wow. Yeah, I totally missed that. The, I got to watch that again. The I director gotta. said, okay, there's a, there's a fight scene error. So just make the weapon disappear the audience would never know oh that the way, happens they, the way they watch these movies and they fight they and, and it and it's that's they, the edit, they, yeah, the they edit it out they because they, they, they can't do the whole scene over because it's yeah. just too much they got to get everything exactly it's just too nah. they'll have more problems with trying to re reshoot the whole scene or yeah. that particular scene and try and fit it in because all of the ground of sparks the burning up of everything has yeah. already happened so they can't yeah. do it over so they just Edit the, the, the knife, the weapon out. All right, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give the Last Jedi another chance. Um, I, I I don't I don't think I cared for the um, the Force Awakens very much. Um, I thought there was, there was too many, there the was too many. There was too many. Not as good as the. Well, the Force Awakens. That's like number eight, I think. Wait, number eight or number seven? Well, I'm talking about within this trilogy that they're going through. The right Force now. Awakens number seven. Wait, wait, what? Uh, number seven. What did, what's the one we just saw? So that was the Last Jedi. Was yeah, that number that's, nine? That's number eight. Yeah. Oh, that's number, number eight. Number nine's coming out. Oh, number nine hasn't come out yet. Okay. No, all right. No, no. So number seven, um, there was a lot of similarities to the first Star Wars in the seventies, and it was mm-hmm. kind of weird because as like I know, what do you mean? like they had the whole planet thing, and they got a whole bigger, badder Death Star now, or yeah. not Death Star. Uh, yeah, it is a Death Star, but it's it but it has Star. like its own atmosphere because it's so huge now. Um, there was just a lot like I just didn't care for. Um, I didn't like how much of a bitch Finn was because he was a massive <laughs> B, like a massive. Yeah, that's universal. Unrepentant, believing. like just worthless dude. And it's like, why you got to make the first black almost close to being a Jedi guy? Like basically, if you, you look at what? if you look in the whole movie of Star they, Wars, all the who's least. the black guys? You had the guy who almost. Who got them arrested with uh, Luke's... Uh, but he comes back in Solo, and um, Ray Collett plays him. Oh, wait. Did I see that? Um, Gambino? Uh, Donald Dan- Glover. Donald Glover. He plays... I can't uh, remember if I've seen that or not. It was... I watched it. Anyway, I, I just did... Like, I think it has a series of... Uh, uh, a habit of, of having like bad... Um, like All the black guys are just not honorable. Or they're hella weak. You know, Jar, let's not go back into Jar Jar Binks. Like, God, man. He's dude. not black. The, the person who played him is black. <coughs> well, they, they, they tried to. No, come on. Come they, on. You know, that language. Let's, that's yeah. another issue. But overall, music. I'm still a can fan we, of Star we, Wars. All right, I just wanted let, that to be clear. I'm not right, hating. I, I still like move, it. Can we move on to the topic, guys? Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> one hour in, that was our uh, massive Star Wars tangent. Be, uh, hopefully, we can edit that down to, you know. 15 minutes 15 20 minutes uh, I doubt <laughs> or it, just take it out all or just take it out altogether one or the other because <laughs> we uh, went from Star Wars I we mean from Transformers, Transformers to Star Wars. yeah we, we was we was out bro we just gone <laughs> um, but anyway today's topic uh, this late in is we're gonna be talking about business and family and friends we might go into friends too 
Shaman and I were talking earlier and we were talking about how, you know, when you have a business and everyone knows you have a business, people want you to do stuff for free. And um, and it's like, dude, I got kids to feed and it's usually a family, too. But we were also going to say when you look at other cultures, when you look at Asian cultures, Indian cultures, they all do business with their family and somehow they get around this issue. And it's just very uh, it's very interesting how we um, how African-Americans, when we're in business, we're we want people want us to do stuff for free all the time. And then other cultures, they very, very easily are able to work together and keep the business going and prosper. So um, you go run ahead. into a couple of cool things, interesting things here. Now, if you talk about when you think about doing business with your own people, people think of Jews, Arabs, Indians, Chinese. And they make mm. it work somehow. And they do especially them damn Chinese. Oh man, well, they do seriously them Jews, son. Yeah. yeah. Oh they yeah, they together, got them. They yeah, they they yeah. they. So when you look at the Jewish community, they're they cycle the dollar, or whatever currency. Well, we're just gonna say what? the dollar ten times, in ten the to twelve times. Yeah. So they're buying bread from each other. They get into the butcher yeah. shop. Yep. Then they go back and they're getting yep. whatever. You know, there might be someone's driving. they the person's the accountant. There's a lot of yeah. activities yeah. internally. They're also providing those activities, those businesses to the yeah. general community, right? Cycling through. So that dollar, when and they, they exits, keep it that way too, man, yeah. it's beautiful. So yeah. when that dollar exits, if it say that uh, dollars touch 10 hands, that mm. dollar's not worth $10 when it goes out. Mm. The black community, that dollar barely cycles one time. Mm. That's terrible. It might be one, two, and it's gone. Gone. Yep. Shoot, they might be cashing. Their money's already leaving because if you've gone to payday, you've already paid your money away. Mm. Yeah. It, I, it's the most that, I hate payday places It's the It's but, the worst way It's It's early stage Reba Like uh, We're not getting into that today mm. So um, Yeah I, I had a problem with them When I was in my youth too Yeah I, I you, you brought something So I think one of the, huh? What do you mean Like you went there For a long uh, When I was I did that too When I was younger I just was well, Payday not, loan yeah, man, I did. I, I had. I've got What's money. What's the interest rate? I, I've got like money. Thirty five. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs> when I was younger, see, both my parents were. I grew up super poor, like mm. super, super poor, and my parents divorced. So I, no one taught me money lessons. So all my money lessons, I learned on hard knocks. Yeah, I and I didn't, I didn't get none of that from my parents. Yeah. Really so like <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, I'd be, I'd spend money on like, you know, let's say this back in the nineties and stuff. I get like. I get like a DVD player, right? And back then, a DVD player was like three hundred dollars. They didn't have DVD players back then. In the late nineties, like uh, yeah, they did. Ninety nine, or yeah, yeah, oh, 99. yeah. 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 So I, I remember the I'm one thinking, I bought. Thinking, Shoot, oh. I paid like hundred and fifty dollars for yeah. that damn DVD. I, mean, I paid more than that. I paid like because they had like this. So I think something called like Super Scan or something. Yeah. My first job was when I was sixteen. I had a bank account immediately. I was saving money, but I used to see people from the from the neighborhood, grown people. Cashing their money out, you yeah. see them on the block getting rocks like immediately. immediately. Like, and my boys are selling to them, but my boys were starving because they were they were poor or their parents were working a mm, lot. They yeah. used to come over to my house to eat. Yeah. So completely different experience. Um, but I, I understood. But I would also watch that same. This woman sticks in my head because she was my first. I think it was one of my first paychecks. Wasn't your uh, isn't your mom something in banking? What was My you? mom worked for the Federal Reserve way back in the day. Okay, uh, so you you had some you probably had some good financial education. 
I mean the basics of like obviously yeah. checking accounts and investing. You so know, my, don't waste your money. Yeah. I went to college with like seven thousand dollars in my personal pocket. Yeah. So that yeah, that never had nothing like that. So my uh-huh. youth was spent um, uh, in debt, having negative bank accounts, always <laughs> buying stuff I couldn't afford. I had two cars. I was also making like I had good mm-hmm. money. I was in construction, but I just had no idea how to manage money. I had terrible credit. And I was all the back to the payday loans. Yeah, I was getting payday loans to pay off negative bank accounts, and, mm. I, and I had jobs and stuff. I've always been a hard worker. I've always been working hard, but for some reason, I just couldn't keep money in my bank account. And the, the the person who got me out of that was, and I give all credit to her, is my dad's ex wife. Mm. She's uh, she's Vietnamese, and she when she saw how much money I was just wasting on like takeout. Like I remember, I she told me to add up how much money I was spending on takeout. And I was like twenty or something. I was spending like six, seven hundred dollars a month on takeout. Yeah, because I didn't cook. I was I was a bachelor. I was just doing my thing. But that's crazy. That's retarded. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. It's absolutely. You could have hired a personal <laughs> chef. For yeah, that like it's that's absolutely. Crazy. And this is in the this is in the two thousand two thousand one zone. You know your club in the huh? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I should know better than that. But anyway, I and she actually helped me get out of that because I was in loan to like multiple payday loans at the same time and like. Getting a payday loan to pay off another payday, it was bad. You just bro. losing money. It was you bad. Keeping I was like thirty percent of your own. It money. was bad, bro. And I was just, just and there was no reason for that. This is a time when I was, when I was twenty twenty one years old. I was probably pulling fifty, forty, fifty, maybe close to sixty grand a year because I used to always be working construction mm. and I always have a second job because I always had this fear of if I wasn't working I'd get into trouble because mm-hmm. you know you're horny and I mean yeah, yeah, we all know we all know yeah. how it is. And I didn't want to do that. So I was like, hey, let me get an overnight job. Let me just do something. And I have all this money coming in, and it's all going out. Mm. So all those lessons, I never learned the proper way. I learned the hard way. Now, got good credit. I'm fine. I, you know, We don't have any of those kind of problems anymore. But um, what was the original topic we were talking well, about? We were, Why we, we always do actually, How, you no. know, making a comparison between the oh. the black community so, not doing but So that was a prime example. Wait, hold on. That was a prime example of... African American upbringing was what I had, and no one teaching me what to do with money or how to use it. Mm-hmm. And that, how terrible that I, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars I wasted over the court. Let's say from, let's say from eighteen to, uh, I was coming out of it right before I got married. So like eighteen to like twenty three, twenty four, probably a good hundred thousand dollars. I just blew yeah. on nothing, That's nothing crazy. to show for it, nothing yeah. to show for Bruh. it. I understand. My yeah. first wife used to nice woman used to wait. Like I don't know what she did with the money, bro. <laughs> oh man! No, no, I'm serious. Like she would just go to the store, and it, it wasn't. She's like black. She, yeah, she's black. She's from mm. Louisiana. She's a uh-huh. Creole woman, and um, like African American, no black. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it was that thing of like just mismanaging. I was like, wait a minute, wait. I gave you because I, I was in the Navy, so I got paid on the first and the fifteenth, guaranteed. First mm. and the fifteenth. I'm like, I mean, how much you get paid in the navy? Huh? How much do they pay? You, um, I made a little short of sixty thousand dollars a year when I was when I was active duty. However, I paid my 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 medical insurance was only uh fifty dollars a month for my whole Damn. family. 
My, for the my, whole fam. For the whole fam. Fifty dollars. Just charge nothing. $50. No, no, you gotta pay for it. Yeah, that's what Congressman is. And my dental insurance $40. was eighteen dollars. Oh, that's beautiful, bro. So what is it these days? Like like, man, I mean, man, see, man. that's a different shocker. Like, I when I know, when bro. I finish, do they even get paid anymore? How many kids you got? You got four, five kids, four kids. Yeah, all right. Massachusetts is a blessing for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People yeah. who don't know, Massachusetts uh, healthcare is Universal? very affordable. <laughs> uh, I'll just put it like that. This can be very affordable <laughs> in Massachusetts. In Seattle, one tiny tiny tangent. In Seattle, with my two kids and my wife. I was paying seven hundred dollars a month mm, mm, mm. for nothing because we, my wife and I, were super healthy back then. We didn't get sick, son. The kids, they were babies. They didn't really, you know, Look, you know. I worked for a big, mm, huge oil company. Visit some shots, nothing crazy. Mm. Seven hundred dollars a month, vaporized. All the tree, all Gone, the tree huggers are mad right now. But I, I worked for an oil company that paid for their own insurance company, and mm. I paid about five hundred and fifty dollars as a civvy. But for like, talk about purchasing power. Yeah. My $60,000 I made while being in the Navy, when I came out and I worked, and I worked as an engineer, within six months I had my first engineering job, I made about $110,000. It was almost the same. Same standard of living. Mm. Because I made more money, but everything cost more money. Insurance was more. I drove for more. I didn't have all those discounts like near the bases. and so I didn't fly for discounts anymore. I was like, well, would be. I gotta pay the regular price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it took a little while. Uh, well, maybe no. When I first started, I was getting paid sixty thousand, and I was losing money. Well, I took a couple of promotions to really make make sense, but mm-hmm. it was it was it sucked. It was not fun. Um, so she was blowing money for what? Like what? What was she blowing it on? It wasn't like she was blowing money. Like she was like this is your first ex wife, right? Yeah. Okay. Like she was going getting her nails done and stuff. It was just. A lot of um, you mean like ten trips to Walmart? You know, I need to get this. I need to get that. I need to get this. Management, management, I budgeting. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of minor overspending. But when you looked at and you pulled it and you did the numbers, you're like, "Whoa, what the? Why are you spending twelve hundred dollars a month in Walmart?" Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. There's no need for that. Yeah, what I noticed across the board when it comes to money and how it's spent. A lot of times, you know, when, and I know a lot of people, you know, I know you guys know about this saying, if you don't respect, how does this saying go? If you don't, if you're not the one earning and respected, you'll you'll lose it or you'll abuse it. If you get it easily and you didn't get it in a way that's like hard work. It's like drug money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You'll just blow it. Because I remember one time I I had a lawsuit with the MBTA Mm -hmm. and I sued them for 22 grand. Mm. This is when I was like maybe in my 20s, probably 21. I broke my ankle at at Ashmont Station. Oh, okay. All right. And so, you know, um, my my talus was um, fractured, split right in half. (laughs) Four four hour operation. They had to (laughs) pin it together. Oh, man. They was about to you know, just talking about the operation, they, the doctor, they had a panel meeting about my my condition, my yeah. situation. So they said, out of all of the time, out of all of the people, eighty percent of the people who broke that, whose bone like that, you know, was yeah. fractured and split in half, yeah. they would 
put it back together and you know within a certain amount of time the bone would just die oh man so they was talking about the, the other doctors the senior doctors was yeah. talking just take the bone out and attach his foot to his the rest of his you know to your shin to my, no no to my yeah yeah to this bone yeah. What is this? Your your tap your um That's your fibula tibula. Yeah. So you're gonna have a. So I couldn't do this. I couldn't what? move. I yeah, wouldn't have been able. You wouldn't be able to run. Or no, nothing. no. I would. It would just stay like this, and I would have to walk with it stiff. Nah, man. That's what they was gonna yeah. do. Uh, Hell, I, they wasn't gonna <laughs> convince me of that. But he <laughs> said, "This guy is young. He seems like he's in shape. Yeah. I think we should just do the operation yeah. and just try and yeah. see what happens." Yeah. And so he convinced them to. You know, because you oh, know how man. sometimes doctors can be yeah. really convincing, man. Yeah, they'll, I know. they'll have you co- convinced. I don't know if they would have convinced me. Yeah. You know, I would have like, been like, hell no, doc. I they, want my damn mobility and my damn. It's going to die anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they was you like already know. saying it's going to die. Like they just didn't even care. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And so he was like, no, I'll do the operation. It took four hours and 15 minutes for him to do that damn operation. Wow. And alhamdulillah, it, it never Man, died. Alhamdulillah, you know? yeah. But yeah. they said eighty percent of the people who break that fracture yeah. that bone like yeah. that, the bone dies after Allah like. Allah bless you, bro. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. so that's what happened. So yeah. I sued the MBTA. Yeah. Twenty-two thousand dollars. You got it. Yeah, yeah I got it. Twenty-two thousand okay. yeah. dollars. Yeah, I I didn't know any better. Mm. I didn't know any better. Oh, I just seen sucked. numbers. Mm-hmm. I already was healed because I didn't sue them until like years later, like a good. Two years later, okay. My mother, I wasn't going to, but my mother's like, "You need to sue them." So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna just get a lawyer." So I ended up getting a lawyer. I went down to, you know, the famous Sukalov. What's his name? So, Jim Sukalov. Jim, Jim Sukalov. <laughs> James. James. I've yeah. seen his commercials. So I ended up calling him, but he, yeah, yeah. I, he didn't do take my case because I guess he deals in big money cases. So okay. he gave it to the, his associates or whatever. So I ended up getting twenty two thousand. I did the deposition. And, you know, they asked me questions, blah, blah, blah. I signed it, and they gave me 22. They took their percentage, their third. So I ended up with 13500 Yeah. I tell you, I got that money so easy, it took me six months. Zero. Boop. Wow. Do you know? And uh, you don't even know what you got. The only thing I remember getting yeah. from yeah. all of that yeah. was a, a gold ring with an onyx, black onyx in it. Man. And some... The latest Fila sneakers. That's wow. all I remember. So for like six months, you were Yo. balling. <laughs> for six months, I was take the, I was withdrawing like a thousand dollars every week, just having, just buying clothes. Oh man, dude. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gone in six. You know uh, what you can do with man, a you know. <laughs> but I can. Do I'm like 30. a ninja with money now. Like seriously, <laughs> with a. I tell you, bro. man, bro. After Yo. I got sick. And I couldn't be out there hustling anymore, and my body was just like I had to yeah. take a break. Yeah. You start with like, well, man, I could cut this bread four ways, bro. Man, mm. yeah. I could make all kinds of eggs. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. You know, until Straight until up. you you know until you start healing. <clears throat> but what we're really talking about is a culture that m- was not comfortable with money, managing mm-hmm. money. Yep. And when you're doing business with people that are not comfortable with managing yep, money. Yep. 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 They're like, well, if I'm cutting the bread four ways, man, do me, do me a solid, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, come do this business for me. Or they don't understand the real value that you're putting forth. Like, so hold on, are we are we talking about financial education, or are we talking about 
people trying to get discounts off of you. Well, this it's kind of it kind of like melts together. Yeah, it melts together because then you don't know the real ve- like you walked into CVS and mm-hmm. you walked down the yeah. the aisle and you saw Colgate toothpaste and Crest toothpaste, the big two. For two dollars, you'd be like, "Oh my goodness, that's a sale right there!" Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a come up. But if you had the generic toothpaste yeah. for two dollars, you're not. You're going to be like, oh, "Whatever, that's the generic toothpaste. It should be two dollars." Well, the person who's never bought toothpaste at CVS or any major store, and they don't know that it comes in different sizes, they're going to see that they're both two dollars and not know the difference. The thing with some of the people in the community, if they don't understand the value of that business, the yeah. value of money. The fact that you're, they're not thinking about for your airbrush business, Yusuf, the fact that you got to pay for a compressor, mm-hmm. dye, paint, the shirt, your artistic vision. Mm-hmm. Your expertise. Yeah, too. your expertise. That's, that's the worth fact something. that you had to go rent that booth, yeah. you know, or maybe they're paying you. They don't know that. So they're you, just saying, yeah. I want some ink on the t shirt. You, why you, the t shirt only costs $3. Mm-hmm. Not a, that's yeah. not the real value that you put yeah. on it. Yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And whenever someone you says have, you have people try to talk you down, of course. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they. Now, is it your family or is it just regular customers? I have regular customers that yeah. they'll do that. They'll say, "Well, all I want family is a name yeah. on the shirt." Yeah. Okay. I remember one time I had to really like straighten this customer out. Like, yeah. you're 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 undermining my work like you have no clue yeah. what goes into making that shirt all you see all you picturing in your head is a name on a shirt material like yeah. first of all the first thing i say do you you're, you're saying all it is is a name on a shirt so i'll say to them yeah i agree do you know how to do it <laughs> exactly exactly no yeah that's why I'm coming to you. I said, okay, so you're, first of all, you're in a position where you don't know how to airbrush. Yeah. You don't have the, the, the slightest idea of what you need to go buy in order to do the shirt. Yeah. Just to do that one shirt, mm. you need an air supply, you need paint, you need the brushes, you need training, you need the artistic ability, the know-how, yeah. and you need the shirt. Do you yeah, have any you- of these things? No, I do. And so those things cost me money. So that cost is going to transfer over to you. Do you feel like people would be challenging you on your prices if you were not a black man? If you were white or Asian or something else? Oh, I, I, I really agree. I really believe that they it would be totally different. Yeah. Especially if I was Caucasian. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. The only, I, I, I and truly here's the, believe that for my prices, like my prices are are very set and easy. It's a it's a very easy pricing scheme for like I have to keep it simple for a small business. The only people that have argued with me are black people. Ever now, I'm not saying I know you're you're saying everyone's challenging you, but I'm saying the only people that challenge me are black people. Well, no white people have challenged me. Oh really? <laughs> no white people have challenged me. <laughs> no white people challenged me on my prices. No, no Asian people have challenged me. No Jewish people have challenged me. I will say the one. I don't know if you should be, you know, getting into Let's the race thing. Let's get into it. The race that challenged me the most on prices. Yeah, is Haitians. Haitians will, but they will bark bar- you down. Yeah, yeah. the most. Yeah. Mm, okay, all of them. But I'm not saying it's because. There's something wrong with them. Might be a cultural thing. It's, it's just they trying to barter. They they 
they they just want the price to go low. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's because they're they're just they're trying to save as much money. There's nothing wrong with trying to save money. But I I, I don't like I said, I don't I don't have a nothing problem to say I'm, bad about let, them. Let it's me, just no, I no. think they just want they like to save I got seven, money. I'm, I got seven kids. I save money. I'm like a ninja, bro. I'm not even playing. Like I feed my family. Uh, you'd be surprised at how little I spend on things mm. because I got to make sure everyone's fed, everyone's warm, everyone's clothed, not look not clothed in Morgie's basement ripped up. They got to look nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife has to look nice. Like all the hair care products and stuff like that. You got a lot of girls. They got too. hella greases and things they put in their hair and stuff. Like constantly, just constantly. <laughs> like oh, I got to get hair. Like all this stuff costs money. So I've learned to like be like meticulous with dough. So mm. uh, trust me, I'm looking for a bargain too. So mm-hmm. it's not just Haitian. Go ahead. If you were overseas, like I've been to the Mediterranean. I've been overseas a lot. Yeah. Some cultures will bargain. And you in Asians and, too. Asians do that oh too. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! They will negotiate down, and they just take a lot of cash. I remember I was in Saudi, and I I, I picked it up, and I was bartering, and I thought I did a pretty good job, like thirty minutes. You know, you were bartering for thirty minutes. Yeah, oh, I for brought what? the price down. I, I I did it. I did. I had to do it for everything because they just inflate the price outrageously. That's true. They do. They yeah. just so you gotta be like okay, but you. They don't have twelve thousand. We're Americans. Americans are big about. I set the price based on the value of my price signal, mm. and that's the end of the conversation, yeah. right? I might, I might give you a little discount. Some places they're like, you know, here's my price. I think I can get away with it, and they might go and settle after an, you know, bartering for 30, 40 minutes to ten percent. I'm like, I, I'm no way I'm gonna have my original pay give do a deal for 10% of my original price. What, what? And they just took the money. They literally would take a lot of the money and open up a drawer and close it back. I was like, oh, there's no inventory? Like, yeah. Where's the management system? Mm. Yeah, that was, was like, okay. it was like that in Hawaii, too. I noticed that, too. Uh, I was yeah. like, okay, okay. So now they know where their break-even is in their head, and they're just trying to capture as much above that as possible. Mm. So if you have that mentality, you could say, oh, this guy is trying to get as much out of me like I'm, yeah. I'm a novice. But... Most Americans and American businesses don't operate that way. Mm. We're not taught that way. It's like, mm. here's my bit, like you explained, Yusuf. Here's my cost. Here's my, my, my soft skills, my talent, the, the, my, my payroll, everyone else. Okay, there it is. That's break even. All right, what's the market say I could pay, depending on where, what I feel that I believe I should be in? Mm. That's my price. Take it or leave it. That's kick rocks, buddy. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, come on in. That's how Americans get down and do business. That's the way it is. So yeah. when you come in and you start arguing about my pricing, if you know how to do pricing, a lot of people don't know how to do pricing, but if you know how to do pricing, it's insultive. You're like, wait a minute, you're trying to say I'm worth less? Mm. <laughs> my work isn't worth? You know, and you, maybe mm. you have to, should I innovate? Should I, um, you know, get different materials? Am I doing it, you know? What's, what's my competition really doing? Maybe they're doing an inferior product and it's a marketing issue. Yeah. You, and I think people are coming in and they're, what they're saying is, I don't understand your value. And what we're talking about, bringing it back to family and friends and so forth, they know you from snotty nose, <laughs> little yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. That's just Yusuf. <laughs> That's just Shimon. I remember your bad redheaded self, man. Yeah. I used to be redheaded. I used to change kid. your diapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've heard yeah. that before. Yeah, I've heard so it. So yeah. I do. I sell information. Mm-hmm. So um, people sit shit. They're like, "Well, I'm talking to you right now, and I'm getting information. Why would I have to pay you for more information?" I was like, "Well." 
You don't have all the information. You don't have all the information. <laughs> and two, I need to look at your business, see what you're doing. I had, uh, man, some people, a lot of the deals fall apart because the people, they don't know their own worth. And they don't know their own worth. They don't know mm-hmm. their own worth. And they're struggling. Yeah. And they don't know how to, it, how the funder or the customer is going to value them. So because that insecurity makes mm. them do crazy stuff. They become defensive about things that just don't make any sense. You know, <laughs> right? From the, I mean, I'm pretty like for sure. example, what? Like, go ahead. <clears throat> um, I mean, the biggest one was earlier this year. I got that ten million dollar one. So this guy was he had some property. He had a lot of property, a good number of property, but he mm. didn't have any cash, and he'd been trying to get funded for years. Yeah, so he came to, uh, the accountant called us up, asked us to do the deal. We looked at it. And um, first thing I thought was, like, the people you paid for before, what are they doing? They should have a packet. I should get a packet. Tells me, you know, the finances of your company, your taxes, what they think the deal's worth, what it's going to be once it's funding, how they want to pay it back. I had none of that stuff. I had some pieces, but not the whole thing. And then the deal was everywhere. So, you know, not to be crass, but this is how people think. Nobody wants to be with a girl that's been with everybody or the dude that's been with everybody. Mm. Like, I want to catch something's wrong with you, right? Mm. If everybody's run through you. So the deal, as far as the financial package, had been all over the place. Mm. It wasn't well packaged. And people were like, "Mm, there's something wrong with it. I don't know what it was. So we had to read, we had to break it back down. I'm going to change the numbers. So let's say they, the, the end product was going to be $60 million and they needed um, $20 million to get it done, which makes sense. You know, I get $20 million. I put it into construction work, do the construction work. I'll have a $60 million project at the end. Well, they were originally only asking for a fraction of that. They were trying to get $3 million. Now, you know you need $20 million. Why are you selling for three? Well, you're three? asking for three. <laughs> it's confusing to the person. Mm. Both of y'all made faces like, that yeah. don't make no sense to me. Like, mm. if you need 20 and you're asking me for three, you're going to need some more yeah. money. How, how did y'all get those numbers? <laughs> y'all just <laughs> sat down and just, just yeah. y'all going to run somewhere with some of that money? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because when you talk with them, they were like, well, uh, I think that's what I can get. Mm. Like, but that's not what you need. <laughs> you yeah. think you could get three, but you can't do nothing with three unless you. That gonna sounds say, like failures. With yeah, that say, like. that's mm. just like, you're gonna spend three million dollars on a failure anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So as opposed to saying, "Hey," unless you said, "Hey, I can do phase one for three million dollars, mm. and then I'll get that, and then you're gonna give me seven. I'll do that level, and that's what you need to have it yeah. articulated out. That wasn't yeah. there, so we did that for them. We repackaged it. So you did that for the meaning, the phases or the actual full? We did the phases. We did the financial. um, So what? Hold on. But I think you're. So what he is saying is he he changed the wording of the contract to show that they need a phase two. Not mm. just three million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so what I mean. The, yeah. Is that what he did? Yeah. Did so you just say it. y'all needed twenty million dollars for the whole project? Exactly. Or you, so, so each phase equaled twenty million. So yes. say phase one is say ten million, and phase two is the other ten million. Yeah. So one of the crazy things with in funding is that it doesn't always line up like the construction phases or mm. the business phases, because mm. you could do it later or afterwards. It kind of depends. So. 
the funders looking at the world one way and you as the business owners looking at and you can do a bunch of you can say okay the business needs to grow i'm gonna make up a number um you need that you you normally sell a hundred thousand pieces of of, uh, your artists let's draw um ten thousand pieces of unique uh, artwork Mm. a year well you want to grow to do 20 well how much how much investment do you need to do well Mm. maybe you say well i want to get 20 but i'll be good with 15 right um and do those numbers and you say, well, hey, I can think I could stretch to make 20 if everything goes well. But even if I hit 15, look how much well I'm going to be doing because I'm already doing good at 10. Mm. Now, the funder said, OK, that sounds good. I'm going to come in. And I'm going to do at 17. And if you hit 17, if you hit 15, I'm going to give you the, re- the rest of the money so you can make 20. So you already know where you stand. And, mm. But you did that from the confidence of understanding your business and where you want to grow to. Mm. But if you come up with a different mindset, like. I really would like to make 20, but I don't think I can make it. Mm. Can you give me 12? <laughs> What's the investment in that do? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what people do. So uh, I think that confusion comes um, comes around like how not yeah. just black, but early stage businesses are trying to explain to people who know you because mm. they haven't seen you up studying working on your craft yeah you know working on the deal changing your logo and all the other stuff that you have to do to make your business mm. talking to people hiring someone that yeah. you need help with like yeah, yeah. i know what i suck at we were talking yeah, yeah. about earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. right i'd be like I, I need help in this mm. I'm, I'm good at these things um i need some help here the outside person doesn't know what you're doing or working on your business so when they come up and I think the black community, because we don't always understand the holistic part of business, because we yeah we don't. Yeah. If you talk classically, you hear people talk about at the kitchen table. Well, at the kitchen table in some families, is a banker, is a you know cousin might be in the real estate. <clears throat> Grandma used to work for you know the the mayor's office, and they they got real relationships. But like oh yeah yeah go talk to your uncle or he has a friend and you yeah. need to mow the lawn for. When you were tw- and you go and you build those relationships and you're not just showing up you don't know what to do you don't know what form to fill out yeah you know you don't know the process so when you when you come in there you're also, that person black person is intimidated because you don't know the process you don't know the people anybody's gonna be uncomfortable mm-hmm. right so and you don't know how to play the game I call it playing the game right you don't know the rules and, and how the people play so if we were playing spades if you everybody knows the rules of spades but mm. if you don't know the players you don't know how the game is going to go down mm. you know that that i think that's one of the things really impacting us and we don't pay the people who understand that because we i don't know if we don't trust them or we don't know who they are i think it's a little bit of uh well i don't know if it's we don't know who they are but i think there's a trust factor involved a credibility factor involved maybe i should put it that way where we don't um if we don't know exactly what's going on, we kind of really undervalue what's happening. And so we just we just we just put a number on it, what we think it's worth. And this is what you're dealing with. That's what you're dealing with. I deal with it, too. Um, that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. And the people that have ultimate credibility, people who don't get their questions, their prices questioned are 
you know, I guess white people. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, and white people don't question me either. That's yeah. the other thing I wanted to say. Just too. give an example of where I kind of like, because in my business, yeah, it's not regulated. There's no regulations. So how do you how on do you, my pricing? No, yeah. I'm about to get into oh, okay, it. Okay, okay. So there's no regulations. Um, and so oh, me neither actually. So yeah, yeah. so it, uh, it's, I'm it's regulated it's, like a <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so. Um, but I sat with my brother because mm-hmm. he went to, you know, Mass College of Art. And mm-hmm. at Mass College of Art, they actually teach you the Wait, business side. Hassan. Man, He's an artist. Hella artists in your Yeah, family. they're like almost everybody. Amanda, Saudia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not Saudia. Uh, Amanda, you know, know Emmanuel, Amir draws. Yeah. A lot of um, the majority of us are. Even yeah. my father. He's a art, paint I artist. Really need yeah, like yeah, a that's chart. how Amir learned how to paint from my father. Oh, man. He's good at it. And too, Michael, he's, he's a really good painter, too. I, I don't know if you remember my brother, Michael. Anyway, yeah. so Hassan, he went to Mass College of Art. And so at that, at Mass College of Art, they, they teach you the pricing portion mm. of of business yeah i never learned that okay. you know what i'm saying yeah, so everything yeah. that i learned about pricing for me is like you know um trial and error yep just hard knocks. feeling out the market yep. and you looking at other people's prices yep. and you know yeah me too and yeah. so so he learned how to actually do it so i said yo why don't you show me how they taught you how to price your stuff so when he showed me i said dude <laughs> I am not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Because the pricing seemed like, dude, that's pennies, bro. He's yeah. like, you charge three cent for, like, so let's say you buy five markers. Yeah. And those five markers cost you $5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so each marker, let's say each, all five markers, if you use them equally yeah. in all of your projects, and out of these five markers, you can make, 10 pictures mm. and those 10 pictures let's say they're all priced the same ten dollars for each picture mm. and so that's fifty dollars just you know just yeah. using hypothetical numbers yeah so you each time you for every marker to get at 10 you would say okay for this marker this marker, this marker for each picture i'm charging five cents for each marker that's used mm. so it's five ten fifty twenty twenty five cents and then i'm charging a dollar fifty for my um each sheet of paper i'm charging for mm. my time i'm charging ten dollars an hour mm. and then when it added all it up when he adds it all up then the picture he sells it for ten dollars and he has his margin you know how you, you yeah, know, add yeah, whatever yeah. even it's a hundred percent whatever how he did it but the way he explained to me i said bro if i do that i will make nothing yeah there's people who airbrush who actually do that oh so he was wrong no that's the right way but when i list looked at it yeah i'm like dude i'm not doing that i won't make no money so i'm saying he was wrong for me but it was true it was it was the right way to calculate. Yeah. Well, that's true for co- what is called cost plus. He's doing this cost. Yeah, plus yeah, yeah. Some. Whatever he was doing, but we he's spoke miss- about this in a previous. But he's missing the too. marketing. He's not counting the value. You're talking. You're doing it from thing of this is my value. You yeah. know, he and he did that too. He did the even value. he did all of that. They teach you all of that at, at 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 Mass College of Art. They teach you value. They teach you all of that because you know. This value thing is kind of weird too, because 
people have different ideas of their value. Like True. I've seen some people who do artwork that's like ugly as hell to me. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. they charging stupid money. Yeah, and get it too. And get it. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes. The so price I don't know how that works. How that yeah. has to do with, you know, people's, you know, making a, you know. Um, you know, an aesthetic made. judgment yeah. or value yeah. or whatever. You know, you know what we call it in economics? It's just called taste. Taste. <laughs> so what he showed me, what he showed me, I said, I can't do that. So I said, you know what I said? This is, and so let me just say this. So there are people who actually probably do that because there's places you can go for airbrush work for a shirt that I charge $25 for. Mm-hmm. You can go, you know, to a certain airbrush places and get that shirt for $8. It's not going to be good, though. But it's not feasible. No, it's good. Oh, okay. It's good. Like, I used to, when I used to. that out? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) But these are other states. Oh, okay. You're not finding that here in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's places like in in Florida, you know, like, um, there's a place called Bear. um, I forget the name of it. Okay. Where they have shirts. Airbrush shirts, these are experienced, qualified airbrushes where you can get a shirt, airbrush, for $4. Okay, how are you, man? I can't, what are you? Were they buying their stuff on mass? I don't know how, they just deal in bulk. Uh, They must got a lot of people. I don't know how they make it. I mean, unless you sell a thousand shirts. Yeah, that's (coughs) a month. A month. Maybe they are. (laughs) More than that, really. Hopefully they are, but there's no way I can sell a shirt. They sell for $4 for $4. The shirt they sell for $4. Do they have other businesses going on at that place? They just airbrush. They airbrush. That's it. Oh. And it's a big company. Well, sometimes. Oh, because it's a big company. It's so a they're big, dealing in quantity. Yeah, right, it's, so that's that's, that's the reason why. But they, I guarantee been, those airbrush artists aren't making no money. Yeah, they. They're probably I don't know they, how, they claim they are, but I don't know how right. they make do, it. Do, do they do shows? What do you mean? Like, do they go? I'm sure they probably. Yeah. Now, probably that's a lot of where their income yeah, comes into. They do parties yeah. and stuff like. Because I do airbrush parties. Like today, I just met with a customer of mine. What is an airbrush four, party? What does that mean? Like you go to a party for kids and you airbrush shirts for the kids. Oh, and they give you a flat. No, fee. I charge them. Oh, like, okay. I, like, I got a four-hour gig on next Saturday. Okay. It's four hours, and I charge $125 an hour. There you go. And so, and I just airbrush 10 shirts per hour. Okay. So you, so you don't exceed 40 shirts. Don't exceed 40 that's, shirts. That's good money right And there. so if I do exceed 40 shirts, the people who want the extra shirts, yeah. they have to pay $15 or $20. Okay, like, you got it. That's a good that. contract, right? You that's know what good. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... And what I do, I keep it basic. Where each shirt chart, you know, takes me about five minutes to do. Yeah, I can't take more than five minutes per shirt because I got to get ten done within Man, you an can, hour. You can do it that quick. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you've been doing. If been, I show how long you, you been doing this? I've been doing it since since I was eighteen, bro. Yeah, that's what, yeah. You know how to do yeah, it. You like. Like if I showed you a video, I I did a complete shirt in like three minutes. Yeah. I got time. I said time me, banged it out. Three, three twenty five dollars. That's good money, bro. Yeah. Now just imagine. So I think I, that's how they. If but you see, want me to edit it, because we're we kind of like getting in your pockets. I don't like to get in people. No, pockets. it's no big deal. It's cool? okay, you know, right. but you know, I'll right. tell my customers like. So let's say I got ten shirts. Yeah. And it takes me three minutes to do each shirt. Yeah. That's twenty five dollars for each shirt. It's good money, bro. If it's based on the way my brother was showing. Yeah. I would be charging. Probably ten dollars, bro. Yeah, it's not gonna. And work. so it's actually when you think about it, it makes sense from a, you know, minimum wage, mm. you know, perspective. Because like if you get the basic job, 
you know, you're probably making maybe $15 an hour. So if I was to charge that amount yeah. in an hour yeah. and I did 10 shirts in an hour and yeah. I charged $4 for each shirt and yeah. it took me an hour to do all 10 shirts, yeah. then that sounds like good money, $40 an hour. Mm. But that's only if you're working. If you're staying busy. Yeah. Staying busy yeah. constantly for those nah. each hour and you're nah. doing that many so, shirts so if you're doing one shirt per hour yeah, that's a waste and yeah. that's usually my situation like i'll get a phone call but sometimes i need two shirts okay and then that'd be one day maybe i'll get two shirts i can't do no four dollars a shirt nah. i have to charge where even if the shirts take me a half an hour i gotta charge a flat rate starting at 25 so let's say you start doing I don't know. I'll just pick a number. Let's say you start doing. I love what Yusuf is saying, by the way, because he's actually addressing a whole bunch of business problems. Yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is. I'm telling you, this is a dope podcast. Uh, <laughs> all 45 countries, you guys, you guys are tuning in. Really dope podcast. Uh, so let's say you started doing a thousand shirts a month. Would you charge less? Yes. Okay. All right. So that. Well, like, like, let me give you an example. Yeah. I have one of my clients. They do halftime show for the Celtics. Okay. And so. Um, I do I've done tons of work for them Mm. and so he recently needed um, 60 tank tops airbrush and so I've been in business with him long enough where I normally would charge about $15 for each of those shirts Mm. and he usually would just no no question this white guy he you know in the beginning no question asked he would just pay it because we got a long time relationship Mm -hmm. so he called me said listen it was Monday, he called me. He said, listen, I need 60 tank top, white tank top. Can I pay you 500 for them? So he's going to supply the tank top. So all I'm doing is using my paint and my time. Oh, okay. So I said yes, because yeah. I know it's only going to take me about 60 shirts, maybe, let's say, five minutes for each. So five times 60 yeah. is 300 minutes. About five hours. So five hours. Okay. Five hours make five hundred dollars. That's very reasonable. That's reasonable because all and, and, and you got no and, and I he, he and lowered your fixed cost because you're not paying yeah, for any yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, so I'm not paying for any t-shirts and I get to choose the font. Yeah, I get to he chose the colors, but I get to choose how long I want to take on each shirt. So if I had a customer like that every single day, and it was consistent every single week. Mm. I could charge $10 per shirt. Nobody in Boston can beat my prices. There you go. No one. Yeah. Because Boston's an expensive state anyway. There's not too many oh, airbrushes sorry. in Boston, first of all. I, city. I, city. Yeah. I practically know all of them through Facebook. I've mm. seen their work. The majority of them can't come close to my artwork. My prices are better. My work is cleaner. Mm. So... One of the reasons why I don't even care is because I know even if they try to go after my clients, yeah. they're probably not going to get them. Okay. That's good. See, a good client relationship is... Because I have good yeah. relationships yeah. with my clients. Yep. 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 I give them... I get the work done when they want it. Work ethic. Work ethic. Yeah. You know, I, you know we've been in business for a long time, you know, and so... so the information I'm sharing, yeah. I want other airbrushers to hear it. <laughs> no. You want them to challenge you. Yes. Tr- come see me, son. Come see me. You can't. He, he's, he's like, you, you got no D. No D. But I, I love it. You got see, nothing, bro. But. <laughs> 
continue. Dun, dun, dun. You get a haircut, bro? Yeah. Fresh, bro. I got to get a fresh up. cut. I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm like straight bushy right now. Yeah. No, I no just, exaggeration. You think it was nice? No, nah, it looks dope. I, yeah. I did it myself. You do your own hair? Yeah. I cut my own hair too, but it's not dope. <laughs> yeah. I just cut it all down to. Uh, I started cutting my hair at age 18, man. Never really? looked back. Oh, you, wait, you can fade it and everything. I know how to really cut hair. I Why? taught myself so I can save loads of money. <laughs> yeah, I save a ton you know of money. How much I cut money? my kids' hair too. Yeah, I, I cut. I can do my boys' hair, and I do a pretty good job yeah, on my yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't. I can't do my own, like getting around the back, and mm. I tried it. Yeah, you gotta have the three-way mirrors for that. Nah, I tr- I've tried it. It just doesn't work. Sometimes out. <laughs> you gotta have an extra mirror so you can look back there and get this complete. How long does center. that take you? This haircut. Yeah. If I sometimes I like to take my time because yeah. I really like to make sure I fade my hair perfect. Yeah, yeah You yeah. know, so I got a, like a lopsided head. So when I do yeah. my head, my uh, my hair's already receding. So yeah. when I do my um, lineup, yeah. If I don't do it right, it'll be crooked. So I really have to take my time, and I'm already blind. So for me to do the this sides, yeah. I gotta take my glasses and do this. Oh <laughs> man! Yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah Because I used to have contacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gotta go back and get the actual prescription so I can order them. But okay. You know, um, so I gotta do this on this side, and sometimes it's blurry. He's holding his glasses up to his face. Guys. Yeah. So yeah. folding one um, fold one so I can do yeah. the outline on this side, and so it takes a long time because I gotta go. Through Are we that. talking like hours or what? Are we no, talking? probably I probably take about an hour. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I probably take if I really want to make it super like really really good, yeah. I'll I'll invest maybe an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. You know. All right. well, maybe you can give me a haircut, bro. Come on. <laughs> for, with with money involved too, <clears throat> though. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So since eight, think about it. Yeah. For I'm 47 now. Since 18, I've been cutting. 30 my years. Own, son. You know how much money I've saved. Let's say most people thousands, bro. Say probably spend. Let's say. $15 How much is a cut these days? 15 to 20 I remember it used to be like 10 Back in the day it's back like in, way back 20 in. So let's just average Let's say You know Compared to years ago to now The average yeah. is probably $13 a cut Yeah 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 And you know So you, you cut it twice a month Or once a month I probably do my hair probably Depending But I try to get it in At least three times a month Two times time. Two Ooh. But I'm gonna say two Did your hair grow fast though? Yeah Oh okay Yeah yeah So two times So that's $30 a month 30 times 52 You're a mathematician What's 30 that? times 12 30 times, 30. times 12 Yeah you, you know it's 30 times 12. Oh yeah 30 times 12 360 Times Times 30 30 Go ahead What's that? I You know I cheat when I do math like Well that's just do 3 times it's 3 is 9 grand. So that's not About 30 grand Damn Saved about thirty grand, bro. Are you serious? That's mm-hmm. very, that's very useful. <laughs> you, you now that that'd be dope if you like put it in the bank. I know, right? Know. Dope, like put it in the escrow yeah. account it's, or something. It's, 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 no, like when I, when I do, like.